1: Well, praise the Lord. Dr.
2: Hanson, good morning to you. Good morning, Shannon. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. You got your coffee? I do. (laughs) I hope you're wired for sound this morning. It is early over there. Folks, welcome aboard. We're excited to be here live here on Friday, May 12, 2023, with Dr. Jonathan Hanson and World Ministries International. Brother Hanson, you know, for almost 13 years, coming June, we've been doing night shows, but... I thought it's time to try something new. And the thought occurred to me a few weeks ago. Why don't we do what we haven't done before and launch some morning shows and uh, see what the response is. And it's been pretty good. So thank you for doing this experiment with me. Getting up at the crack of dawn over there.
2: Well, we're in a chapel here at World Ministries International. I lead a men's Bible and prayer time at 6 a.m. So I've incorporated it for this uh, 7 a.m. start. Well, thank you very much. And of course, I know you are an early riser, so praise the Lord. With that, we're going to get
1: started. Dr. Hanson, uh, would you like to open up this program in prayer? The mic is yours. Thank you, sir.
2: Father God, I want to thank you, dear Lord, for this time we have. I thank you, dear God, for what's been accomplished even over th- all of these years, Lord, 30 years on Omega Men, Lord, we thank you. We know that the word will not return void. There'll be a tremendous harvest and uh, a crown of righteousness, Lord. Uh, We thank you, dear God, for what's been accomplished even the last few weeks. And we'll give you glory and praise. Now let this word go forth, dear God, and help people who listen to it today so we can awaken and be ready for what's ahead with great confidence that we will win through Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's good to be back with all of you. Uh, Omega Man Radio, uh, uh, warning, TV, radio, uh, welcome. I know personally I haven't sat in this chair for about a month. I've traveled and uh, Dr. Buckhart filled in for me. And last week, uh, actually, uh, uh, he was with uh, me in Israel. I attended the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. I was there May 2, and I was in Israel meeting with leaders through May 4. Prior to that, I was in North Carolina speaking at a church, a good apostolic church led by Apostle Ruth Peterson. She pastors the Anointed One's Church of Deliverance International in Aden, North Carolina. In fact, this morning, we're going to hear one of those services. I was there for four services, actually, I spoke to and my wife spoke to. And this one was on April 22, 2023, with my wife sharing to the women, awakening the women. Enjoy. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, and I want to welcome you to our warning program. Today, my wife, Reverend Adalia Hansen, is speaking at the Anointed Ones Church of Deliverance International. Which is located in Aden, North Carolina, with Apostle Ruth Peterson as the senior pastor. She's speaking to the women's service on Awaken the Women, although the message itself is actually good for everybody. Now sit back and enjoy this message Awaken the Women.
3: Oh, yes,
4: Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise God. We are honored this morning to have evangelist Adelia Hanson with us. And we are expecting and anticipating a move of God. We encourage you to allow God to use you to flow out and to just minister and have your liberty in this day. We praise God for you this morning. Pleasure to be here today, I'm glad to be amongst my kind, the women. Amen. So, I'm gonna say something right now. If you read the book of Genesis 1, it said, The Spirit was upon the waters, and God said, Let there be light. The Spirit has to move first before you speak the word. Amen. We're going to invite the Holy Spirit in this place. I know He's here, but we want Him to be upon us. He's inside of us, but we need Him upon us. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to pray right now. Holy Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the gift of your Spirit that you have given upon us, O oh God. Holy Spirit, we welcome you today. We pray, Lord, that you may have your way in this place. I pray, God, that your Spirit will brood over us this morning in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the lord god had made and he said unto the woman has god said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden now the serpent is asking eve a question but he knew what god had told adam and the woman said unto the serpent we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden god said ye shall not eat of it neither shall ye touch lest ye die when satan wanted to take control of the earth the world he bypassed the man and went to the woman you ask yourself why because god gave instruction to adam and told him in genesis 1 and how he should tend to the garden and do all those kind of stuff but satan went straight to the woman remember satan was in the presence of god from the beginning there are things he knows he's very wise amen so now eve decided to tell satan well god said we should not eat or even touch it did god say do not touch it if you read genesis 1 he was talking to adam he didn't say don't touch it he said don't eat all of it and eve added do not touch it, because Adam gave instr. I'm sure Adam gave instruction to Eve. This is what God said: Don't do this. Don't do that. Maybe even added: Don't even touch it. So Eve told Satan the same thing. But Eve altered the word of God. Eve added. She, she all because he said, "Ye shall lest ye die." But God didn't say, "Lest ye die." God said, "You shall surely, surely die." but she altered that word and another place she said you shall not touch it god did not say that so satan knew there's a leeway because there's a danger when you alter and add to the word of god because the scripture says do not add do not remove amen now satan caused the doubt of the word of god because he asked a question did he say he knows what he said and that's what satan does to the women who come and actually (laughs) twist the word and even ask did God say it God say it maybe God told you this is what's going to happen in your life this is how I'm going to move in your life this is what I promise you but Satan will come and cause you to doubt the word of God and you start asking yourself and once Satan puts a doubt in your mind it's very hard for you to get it out you need the word of God to purge that doubt out of you and scripture says the renewal of the mind your mind has to be renewed for you to be able to overcome the lies and the deception of the enemy satan knows how to deal with women he can start corrupting the woman at a very early age all right you can hear of parents talking to the child you are so ugly nobody wants you you're you know you are just a nuisance in this family and as the child grows it stays in the mind and the lies causes a stronghold this is what called the stronghold of the mind it is a it's like a fortification of the lies and the deception of the enemy and it becomes a stronghold and ephesians 6 we're told the weapons of our warfare and our kernel, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Strongholds are lies and deception that have built a fortification. And it's a hard thing to deal with strongholds because there are people you can tell them, oh, you know, God has healed you. They'll say, no, I don't think so because they don't know. They have believed the lies of the enemy to a point that you can't even penetrate that wall, that stronghold. There was a time many years ago I was going through deliverances, and then I had a vision. And in this vision, there was pillars. And in these pillars, there were serpents, huge serpents that had twirled around the pillars. And I asked the Lord, what is this? He said, these are strongholds. The fortifications were strongholds. And there are demons that were guarding the strongholds to make sure that the word of God does not penetrate into the innermost part of the person. Even if you cast the demons out of people, the stronghold still remains. You have to destroy the strongholds. Because when the when the demons leave, they'll still come back because the mindset of the person has not changed yet. Jesus said when the demon leaves a person, it will go hover about and then come back. If the house has been swept clean and stuff like that, it will come back because there's something that you have that is still his. The lies and the deception of the enemy. Sometimes we preach to people and the word does not enter in. It's all about in the mind, in the mind. The person has to purge themselves in the word of God to be able to be renewed to a point that you come to trust God. I suffered so much to a point I didn't trust God. People said, Jesus loves you, trust in God. I didn't believe anything they said because I said, where was he when I went through this and that? The light had formed a fortification in my head. People, People told me that the father loves me. I said, I don't even see him as a father because the lies were there for many years as I grew up because I was, a re- I was a rejected person. People hated me for no reason. My mother died, my father died, I, was, I ended up homeless. I'm telling you, even if I would have died, nobody would have cried for me because nobody was there for me. But I had to struggle and I had to find my way to be able to understand I know the word of God. But I had to renew my mind. I took the scriptures. And I started reading it as it has already been done, not that it will be done. It has already been done. I said, Jesus already delivered me, not that he will deliver, he delivered me. I I I started believing in what God did on the cross, what Jesus did on the cross when he said it is finished. He bore my griefs, he carried my sorrows, all those kind of, I started started speaking that to myself over and over and over. And I remember my pastor telling me, Jesus appeared to me last night and he said, "You're, you're not even there yet because my mind my mind was full of lies and deception but once i conquered that now jesus started to appear to me for me because i started believing in him the scripture says if you don't believe god is not moved by just tears and stuff like that faith you have to believe you have to believe now you need to understand why the why satan approached the woman the woman is a gateway in the spirit what is in the eternal comes through the earth, to the gate of a woman, through the womb. Okay? When God told Jeremiah, I knew before I formed you in your mother's womb. So how did Jeremiah get to the earth? It took a woman to give birth to that child women are gateways in the spirit not just physically by giving birth but in the spirit they are also access point and the devil knew that this woman is an access point so that's why he went to the woman and told this woman all this lie and then the woman ate the fruit and gave it to the husband all right but God knew that it's through the woman the fall of man came but it's through a woman that he brought redemption he was able to choose Mary to bring forth the the seed of Jesus that would destroy the works of satan Now knowing that you're an access point and that you are a gateway, you are a threat to the enemy. You will always be a threat to the enemy till Jesus comes. A lot of things happen in the womb of a woman because if it's just physical, if it's in your womb, it's just a physical thing, then you give birth to a child with no spirit, with no soul because if, if it's just physical, because in the physical, you birth physical. In the spirit, you birth spirit. But in the womb of a woman, a child is built physically, and then the soul, and then the spirit is also formed in the child. So this is a mystery. You ask yourself, a spirit comes inside of a woman, a soul, and a body. Not just a body, but spirit, soul, and body. Women are built to be incubators. As you incubate, when you are pregnant, you are incubating, right? In the spirit, you are also incubators. You know, women are not defined necessarily as giving birth because there are women who are barren; they can't give birth. But that doesn't mean that does that mean they are not women? No, because there is something much more than just giving birth. It is giving birth in the spirit is what God has given to the woman. When God said that I am I am creating a helpmeet for the man. A helpmeet is not just Washing dishes, taking care of the children, paying half the bills. It's not bound to that. If you wanna help someone, you have to have something the person doesn't have, right? If I need money, if I need, I need money from you, I'll say, oh, uh, can you help me with money? You wanna help me with money? You have to have the money to give me. So there's something that the woman has that the man doesn't, that he has to help the man with. Amen? We are, that's the meaning of being a helper, a help meet. The scripture says, the less is blessed of the greater. So if the man doesn't have something, the woman has to provide that something. And people have said so many times, okay, it's true. They say men are priests of the home. That's fine, I don't object to that. But what does the scripture say? That we are the chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Priesthood is both the man and the woman. You don't let the man do the the praying part and all you do is take care of the children, no. You know your position in the Spirit. You are also a priest. You have to birth things in the Spirit. Sometimes the man is so occupied by taking care of, you know, providing and all that. And what are you doing? You have to birth things. The same way when you have a child, when you conceive a child, you watch over the child. You speak life to the child. You pray for your husband. You pray for your home. That is given to the woman. It's called groaning. It's called groaning. The scripture says that the earth is groaning with labor pains right and physically women usually groan with labor pains in the spirit you're supposed to groan with labor pains to see the manifestation of what god said he will do in your home in the country in the nations in the cities women are supposed to groan the power of groaning is in the woman it has been given to you jesus said to martha you know mary has chosen the good part and it shall not be taken from her. You have to choose the good part. What's the good part? Intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Staying at the feet of Jesus. What he says, you take it as is. Otherwise, the devil will take you out of the way. I understand the problems of strongholds. I've been there. It's hard to break from it. It is very hard. Somebody can preach to you, can say all they want, and as long as the stronghold is there, it's not gonna take you anywhere. You have to renew your mind. Because there are people who, their their trust is, they can't trust anybody. No matter what, they can't trust nobody. But how do you minister to that person? How? Because all you say, Jesus loves you, he's going to do great things. The person's not going to believe what you're saying. Because the strongholds are in the mind. But the person has to choose the good part. And that's to read and meditate upon the word and take Christ, what everything he tells you, take it at heart and believe every word he says. It doesn't matter what you're seeing. We live by faith, not by sight. If you choose to live by faith, no matter what you see. When I started reading the scriptures, demons still attacked me. I'm still reading scriptures. this faith knowing that Jesus will surely deliver me. Yes, they kept coming. Because that's what Satan will do. Once you read a scripture and you want to meditate upon it, he'll still come. He will challenge the word of God. All he does is oppose the word of God and brings the opposite of what God said. He will still come. But you have to choose to stand strong. Apostle Paul said, after you have done all things, stand. Stand. So what are you standing on? You're standing on the word of God and the position that God has given you. They, said so, they told me so many times, oh, you're gonna be a preacher. you're gonna do this. I was like, mm-mm, I don't see myself there. <laughs> no, I don't see it, mm-mm. I was, oh, you're gonna be seeing your stuff. I said, mm-mm, no, because I didn't see myself there. I thought I was a weak and a helpless person. Nobody even wants to talk to me and stuff like that. But slowly, I decided to enter into the realm of priesthood. Women are priests because it is written, we are priests and kings unto God. So once I decided to be a priest, I started groaning in the spirit. I'll wake up and start speaking in tongues for hours. I'll go up to seven hours, eight hours, 10 hours. But when you do that, the strongholds are breaking from your mind. Even when you start reading the scriptures, it will come alive. It will come alive. I never knew that even one day that Jesus could appear to someone like me, but he did. Oh, He dead, appeared to me and he said, I am the Lord your God. I was, I couldn't even move because the presence, therefore I was like a dead person. I couldn't move, but Christ had come to declare that he is my God. But it took me time. It took years and years to trying to grasp the word and believe what God is saying, but choose the good part to believe it. I know it's not easy. I know that. I can't just say, just believe it. You're not just going to believe it in the next second. It will take time. You build your inner man. The enemy will will accuse God to you. He will tell you all these things God does not love you. or He doesn't care or he has favorites and stuff like that. God does not have, have any favorites. He has intimates, people that are intimate with him. I used to look at myself in the mirror and I thought I was the most ugliest person you have ever seen. Because whatsoever the enemy said, that's what I took. And you need to understand that the enemy can come in form of your thoughts. You might think it's you talking, but he ain't you. The Satan, the demons can usurp your voice. And they're saying things and you're just, you're believing everything he said. Oh, you're so ugly. Yes, I know I am. Oh, you'll never go anywhere. Yes, I know I am. You know, you're agreeing with the enemy. You're having a conversation with the enemy, and you're thinking it's your mind talking. Demons are talking to you, and they're opposing the word of God. And once you recognize it, there was a woman. She was a very pretty woman. She was a preacher's wife, and anytime time she would stand in front of a mirror and she's looking at herself, she would hear the voice tell, "Oh, you are so beautiful. You can have any man you want." All right. So she shoot off the person, shoot off the spirit. It came again, it came again. The third time she actually listened to it. And she ended up having an affair with someone because the demon took time to build that mindset in her. You're so pretty. Oh, you don't have to settle with one man. Maybe your husband ain't that all good. He doesn't look that good. You can have any man you want. But this is a woman who has known God all her life and she stepped away from the path of Christ and she entered into the world system through having an affair that's what the enemy does he will come feed you information little by little little by little and then he will build up a fortifications that you can't break what is he saying to you when god came into the garden and then adam was coming with an excuse well he said who told you that you were naked the question is who told you all these things you're hearing who told you because Jesus said when Satan came, and he told Satan, man shall not live by bread alone, but by the preceding word of God. That's where life is. The preceding word of God. It's not just physical life. It is spiritual life. That is what you live by, what God says. Oh, my mama told me this. My dad told me this. My boyfriend told me this. Or some funny kid at school told me this. But the question God is asking you is, who told you? Now, when God was walking in the garden and then he asked the question, where art thou? It's not that he didn't know where Adam was. He's all knowing. He knew where he was, but it's because of a position that he had lost. He was asking, where are you? Because of the position he had lost. When you believe the lies of the enemy, you lose your position in Christ. Because there's a position where he has kept you. That you're a woman, this is your office. This is what you're supposed to do. When you believe the lies of the enemy, then you're not there. And when Christ comes, you know, looking for intimacy, looking for somebody to talk to, he'll say, where are you? Where are you? You're not there. You're in another place where lies and deception lies. That's where you are. So today we'll deal with where are you and who told you. Satan was there when the prophecy was made concerning the woman that the woman will give forth the seed that will bruise the head of Satan. And this was fulfilled by Christ when he came to destroy the works of Satan. But it doesn't end there. It doesn't mean Satan will not come again because now both the woman and the man and we all come together, we form the bride of Christ. Now Eve was like a representation of the bride of Christ. Now we are the bride of Christ. So he will keep coming to hurt Christ by deceiving the bride of Christ now Satan knows that you as a gateway what you do you bring forth things in the spirit and in the physical in the form of children and in the spirit but what he will do he'll increase the troubles to a woman all right he will see he might even cause you to marry the wrong person to cause you not to fulfill your purpose you might marry the wrong person He will attack your husband He will attack your finances. He will do all sorts of things to bring destruction to cause you not to work in your purpose because he knows once you enter and thrive in it, he's going to be in trouble. The scripture said, and the women received their dead to life. He didn't say the men or the people. The scripture said the women. They must have done something. They were praying. They were interceding. People don't understand the power the woman has, but now it has been so corrupted to a point now when women gather together, it's about, oh, who's succeeding? Who has the money? Who's more prettier? Who has all the influence? No, 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 that's the work of Satan. That is not the purpose of a woman. Woman in the kingdom is to bring forth the kingdom of God on earth as it is in heaven. You're supposed to birth it. That's your purpose. It's all about, oh, who's black? Who's white? who's richer, who's whatever. That's not your purpose. Satan has caused a deception in the world that has caused people to take their eyes from what God called them to be to what God Satan wants them to be. That is what Satan is doing right now. When we gather around, it shouldn't matter how much money you have or what kind of purse you carry. It's about, are you an intimate, are you intimate with God? That's what will make you stand out. How pretty you are or how light-skinned you are, all this kind of nonsense. It's about, what do you carry? When my husband started taking me to all these places you know all these preachers all these preachers and ministers these are people with heavy weight and stuff like that i you know i felt so intimidated i would just shrink i'll be sitting at the back and stuff like that i said i don't know i don't know if this is a place for me i used to whine to god i said i don't know but the lord said you are a sleeping giant You shouldn't be intimidated by the years people have walked in ministry, by their titles, by their certificates, by their degrees. He said, it doesn't matter. These are not the things that will cause you to enter heaven. What I will ask you is, what did you do with the gift I gave you? So I gained confidence. And I started walking in the midst of apostles and great men of God and and preachers and, and kings and princes. And I entered there because I knew what God has given me. In the midst of it, I said, I chose the good part. It doesn't matter if they look down on me or what they think in their minds. You know, when you enter a place, somebody's sizing you down. What is this? You know, I get that a lot. You enter into a place and somebody will just size you like from your feet going up. But in my mind, I'll say I've chosen the good part because at the end of the day, it's not what the person thinks of me. It's about what God thinks of me. Amen. When God will be asking you questions of what you did, that person is not going to be And another thing, that person doesn't put food on your table, doesn't pay for your clothes, doesn't do nothing. All you can do is pity the person. It's a pity because women are really destined for greatness because when God said he made man and woman after their own image, you're the image of God. People say you're the image of man. Mm-mm. you're the image of God. Because he said, he made both male and female. So when somebody sees you, they should see God. Jesus was walking with his disciples and he said, ye are gods. It's not the men, not just the men, all of you. You are God. You are a God with a small g in the earth. The lies that the enemy told you, they need to be reversed. There's so many lies the enemy told you, but they need to be reversed with the word of God. God said his word is forever settled in heaven. It cannot be taken from you. Whatever God said about you, is, it's settling in heaven. It cannot be taken from you. It's only you if you give the control to the evil one and to people. Then you lose the control over it. But what God said stands. It stands forever. And if you believe in it, you will see the manifestation of what God will do. You should not buy into the lie of the evolving church. They say there's an, the church is evolving. No. God is the same yesterday, now, and forever. What God ordained for a woman will stand forever. And we will be questioned by that. So all, don't move with all the doctrines of, they're called doctrines of devils. Because when you do that, you cannot walk effectively. Because the Bible says, submit to God and resist the enemy. You, you cannot resist the enemy without submitting. You have to submit to God. And it's not just submitting because you come to church and sing a gospel song. Uh-uh. Submitting is seeing what God said about you and your position. If you're married, that's a very critical place. Jesus was talking to me about the day when you're like, you know, I know I have called you, I've anointed you, but there's a come to a place where you submit to your husband for the anointing to flow. If you don't, it's not going to flow. Satan will come and corrupt a person. Yes, the person is born again. Yes, the person loves the Lord, but he knows the laws that govern the rules of engagement, submission. You might say, oh, I come to you. If you don't even submit to your own husband, there's a problem. You can't be effective. You can't be effective. They're called little foxes. They're little things that you pass by and you don't think that affects you, it does. Sometimes you might pray and then you don't get an answer because of those little foxes. Thank God if you have a godly man. If you don't have a godly man, then that's another thing altogether. But if you have a godly man, Submit to God. Submit to Him. And God will move. He warned me. He told me, if you don't deal with this right now, it's going to affect your ministry. Because I can get mad. You know? Because, you know, because of years of being hurt and stuff, you form a defense mode, right? So anybody that try to cross that, you have to shield yourself. But this thing has to come down. That wall has to come down. Ephesians 3 says, live a life worthy of the calling you have received. What is the calling that God has called you to be as a woman? Is to birth things. You need to groan, groan. I can tell you, I can testify of how God has dealt with a lot of things. It starts small, and then you start increasing. The anointing increases. And the anointing is not just preaching and teaching. No. The anointing is so much more. It's given to every single person. When you receive Christ, it is in you. It is, I'm, I wasn't born to be a preacher. I'm not going to tarry in the spirit. No, 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 no. You have to walk worthy of the calling God has given you. Because when you stand before Jesus, you're going to ask, answer questions. And How did you live your life as a wife, as a daughter? as a preacher, as a lawyer, whatever you are, you're going to be judged by that. Because how did you live your life with the position he has given you? The position of a woman. It's an office. That's just like you say, the office of a bishop. The woman is there. It is an office of a woman. They don't have to write the scriptures. It's a place. It's a position. But how did you live that place? Did you just let your children be driven off by drugs homosexuality immoral whatever and all these things happening god will ask you what did you do about it people think that you're just going to enter this one time in the spirit I was taken up into the heavens and i stood in the midst of angels and i asked the one next to me what is going on and then he directed me with his eyes and i saw a man who had died but has gone to christ and he came and he, he, this is how he, he was dragging himself, and he fell in the presence of Christ. And Jesus would, was smiling on his face. There was a gold crown on his head, and he had a small crown. And he came to the man, and he placed it upon that man's head. I said, such a privilege for me to watch such a thing, the crown of life. Yes, there are many afflictions of life. But when I saw that, I said, I want that. I want that. I want to be crowned. But you could see how the man walked. It seemed like he had gone through a lot of affliction, a lot of hurt. But when he came, there was a glorification when he entered. And he was crowned. Once we stopped playing church and going with all these doctrines of devils, and we focus on what God called us to be in the suffering. In the fellowship, of course we will suffer. Of course. Of course. It's going to hurt. There are things that will happen in your home. There's things that will happen to your children. There's things that will happen to your marriages. You endure as a good soldier of Christ. There are times when I don't even want to preach to people because I said, God, I don't think we agreed on this one. Why did this happen? I have to go and preach about the same thing that is happening to me. It is not easy, but you teach and preach by faith. There was a lot of prophecies on my son, but the day I gave birth to him, we almost both died. It was a very hard labor. And I remember, as I was giving birth, then I saw the vision of stairs, and I I saw the Lord below the stairs, and he was giving instructions to four angels. There we were four, two on this side, two on this side. Because he knew if he doesn't help me, I'm gone. And then after that, my child was born and he wasn't breathing. He was put in a breathing machine. So I was like, this is not what we agreed on. Because I prayed for that boy even before I was married, even before I even thought of being married. I told God many years ago that I said, the seed, the child that a male child that will open my womb belongs to you, God. And that night, that's when I had the visitation of Christ because I gave him something that, you know, cost me. But after I conceived him, I went through a lot of, even when I came here, that year, after that, you have no idea the kind of troubles I went after that. You might think, oh, she's pregnant. She's going to give birth. and Everybody's going to be praising. No, I faced a lot of trouble after that. They found growth in my womb and my son was there, and they said, well, we'll have to do a hysterectomy. I went back to God, I said, wait. I said, Lord, remember your covenant with me. They can't kill my child just to save me. I said, Lord, remember your covenant with me. Remember your covenant with me. He did survive it, he did too, but, <laughs> there's some things that are still happening and you're wondering, God, why? There is a covenant, why? But you need to understand it's Satan that is attacking your seed. I know you've prayed over your children, but they're still doing the same things you told them not to do. Some of them, they've married the wrong person. Some of them, they walked away from God. They don't wanna hear anything, but groan. Stop praying and pray hard. Because if you take it lightly, you might lose that person. The enemy has come with a vengeance because he's coming to destroy the seed of the woman. But you have to pray hard, even if you don't feel like it. You know, if you just have to walk around and just say, Rabba You know, the scripture says, revive me. Quicken me and I will call upon your name. Ask the Lord to quicken you. Quicken me and I will call upon your name. There are times you don't even feel like praying at all. But pray anyway. Try just little by little. Just stand on the position. Because once you understand the position you are in Christ. I'm not talking about just salvation. Your position as a woman. And know the power you carry to bring forth. Remember in the book of Revelation, they said there was a woman who was about to give birth and the dragon was there waiting for her. Satan is going to be close as you pray. He's just waiting. But once you do that, you know the kind of help the woman had. Even the earth opened up and swallowed the water that came after her. Pray before you lose your child. Pray before you lose your marriage. Pray to enter into marriage. Pray for that job. Pray for finances. Because if you don't do that, the enemy knows that that's your calling. And if you don't walk in it, you're not going to get what you're looking for. Life is not fair. If you're looking for God to be fair, you know, I hope you'll be fair, Lord. No. You have to fight for it. We are in an earth where Satan is the god of this world. You have to fight for it. I don't want to take much of your time today. We are going to pray. You need help to pray for that long. We all need help to pray for that long. Because when the disciples were trying to cast a demon out of a child and they couldn't do it, and Jesus said, this kind, this kind. to go through prayer and fasting there are this kinds of stuff you cannot pray for five minutes and just say oh in Jesus name Amen and you think it's just gonna happen You have to sacrifice prayer fasting intercessions But you need the you need the Holy Spirit to do that you need him because he helps us in our infirmities he knows the things we ought to pray for You might be praying that your child has drug addiction and you don't know something must, maybe something happened to him as a child you don't even know. But the Holy Spirit will lead you to know what really happened and know how to pray about it. Thank you, Jesus. We'll ask for the Holy Spirit to empower us, to fill us, to strengthen us. I told you the coming revival, the women are supposed to be interceding. That's how that revival is going to be birthed. The intercessions women will be making in their homes, in their workplaces, in all those kind of places. And this revival is not about miracle signs and wonders. Repentance and bringing people back to Christ before he comes. Because as a mother, you get worried when your child is outside the circle of God. You worry day and night. You wonder, what if the child gets killed in an accident? There's no time for repentance. Then what? There was a woman who had a daughter, and she was so deep in drug addiction, but she kept praying anyway. One of those days, she overdosed, and then she flatlined, and then she was taken to hell. And she was there, and she said the only thing she couldn't, she didn't understand how she got there. She was describing the place, how it was. And then as she was there, she heard the voice of the mother praying. And as she heard the mother, she said, Jesus, help me. What happened is a hand came and pulled her out. And then she was resuscitated and she was able to breathe again. A mother can pray a child out of death, premature death. It's because you don't know. That's why the enemy you know, thriving in your life, it's because you don't know. Jesus, The word of God says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Know your office, know your purpose as a woman. Not anything else, not your money, whatever, a woman. And that's why he causes, the devil causes women to fight against each other. Little things, I don't like her. She, don't, she doesn't give me the good vibes. That's nonsense. What you're looking at is a fellow soldier. As a fellow soldier, once you overcome the pettiness and all this deception of the enemy, you will know that the women are a mighty army. They're mighty. Bless all stand. Thank you, Holy. Thank you, Father. I want everybody who doesn't pray in the Holy Spirit here? Does everybody speak in tongues here? Good. You're a mighty army indeed. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We're going to usher in the presence of Christ. We need a sound. We'll have to make the sound. When the Antichrist comes, we won't even have a piano to play. We have to be the sound. Amen? The lady over here, come sing. Come. Yeah. Sing a song that has the words holy, holy, holy. Yeah, the Holy Spirit has given me a song. It goes like, the, wor- the song, like, Worthy is the Lamb. You are holy, holy,
3: I Lord God Almighty. Everybody, come here. Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb.
4: said weeping may endure for a night this is specifically for you and everybody but you weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning i'm not reading out of a scripture i'm saying what he's saying right now
2: shannon that was
1: a powerful teaching there wow she sure knows a lot about
2: spiritual warfare and deliverance well i'll tell you shannon um Then she went into ministry for several hours, praying for people with manifestations. The apostle actually called me up because I was back at the hotel with my son and said, can she have a special service tomorrow? We'll have another service before your service. I said, sure. That's why we came here just to be serving you, just to minister for you. And that service went on as everybody came forward, and my service actually started an hour late, and that was a special service. So Shannon, I'll tell you what, you would have loved our ministry time over there. I wish you were with us. We had great meetings. I spoke twice, a Friday night, Sunday morning. She spoke Saturday and Sunday earlier in the morning to a special service.
1: Praise God. This is a live program. If you're just joining us, we're live with Dr. Jonathan Hansen and World Ministries International. Hey, I want to tell you, I also really enjoyed being with Dr. E.J. Buckard. He did
2: a great job. Good. Um, I'm glad to hear that. He's been with me 25 years. Praise the Lord. Dr. Hansen, tell people
1: about your new TV program and anything else you'd like to mention. Also, how can people support the ministry of World Ministries? Give us some of that information.
2: Well, thank you so much. We do have PayPal. We have Zell. Warning at worldministries.org is Zell. You can go on the website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. You can donate that way. While you're on my website, please join Eagle Saving Nations. I just came back from Israel. All over the world, we need eagles-saving nations. As you know, Israel is really going through a lot of problems. There just about was a civil war. There's been a protest. And everywhere, in every nation, we need eagles-saving nations. The goal is to get into the stadiums of every nation and to let the power of God, like Pentecost, come back down upon those people so they can go forth with power and authority without being intimidated with fear because they're trying to intimidate Christians. They're trying to take away our freedoms, not just in America, but all over the world. So please, ladies and gentlemen, join Eagles Saving Nations. Read about it on my website. Also, you can telephone 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248. Operators are there right now. That's three six zero six two nine five two four eight. You can make a donation that way. You can join Eagle Save in Nations that way. You could order my book, The Science of Judgment. Again, it tells you what's happening right now, why it's happening, and what will happen. Because God is predictable. It's called the science of judgment. And nations are coming under judgment. America is coming under judgment. And only one thing will stop it. That's if the church can lead a mighty revival and a mighty repentance. We just joined the Now Network. We're into 300 million more households The NOW Network, if you go on my website, www.worldministries.org. On my website, you can see our channels of every television program we do, every radio program we do. If you don't get a channel in your area, you could watch it or listen to it on my website. That's www.worldministries.org. We're on seven days a week, Monday through Sunday. Also, if you want to write me a check, send me a letter. Write it to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Once again, World Ministries International on the envelope, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Right on the check, all you have to do is put W-M-I. W-M-I. Even if you want to join Eagle Saving Nations, just put it W-M-I. And on the bottom, just say Eagle Saving Nations. Now, ladies and gentlemen, again, we are in critical times in America and around the world. The New World Order is trying to curtail all of us, censor all of us, take away our freedoms. Many countries including the United States, are constantly diabolically planning their strategies to come against the church, to stifle the church, frankly, to arrest the church. We're going to see a lot of people suffering. We're going to see a lot of people dying. Since March 2020, 25 dreams I've had, civil unrest, civil war, and an invasion. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to be afraid, but you have to be serious. You have to be under the blood. Because if you're not under the blood, you will be a casualty. You will be a casualty. And I believe so many people are going to be a casualty that call themselves Christian because they're no longer close to God. They are in love with the world, not Jesus Christ. They can say anything they want mentally, The devil knows mentally Jesus is God, but they rebel with their lives, with their finances, with their time, and they're going to be a casualty. Just like when the death angel came upon Egypt, the ten plagues. If you didn't listen to the prophet Moses and obey him and then stay in the house covered with the blood, let me tell you something. You were a casualty. So ladies and gentlemen, we need a tremendous revival. Please help us because we certainly need your help. If we need to continue to expand, to grow, even to stay on the stations we have, we need your help. We are entirely viewer and listener supported. We live totally by faith. When I do speak, I turn every penny back into the ministry. So join Eagle Saving Nations You can join my television program or my radio program as far as partners. Television program, $100 a month. You'll get a DVD with five to six television programs on it, as well as three radio programs on CD that you'll get. For $25 a month, you'll have three radio programs sent to you. This is just our way of saying thank you. So once again, do what you can. We are in the end times And things are about ready to break loose and we will never be the same again. Use your finances while you can use it to extend the kingdom of God. Again, let you have a crown of righteousness because you will if you continue to put your heart with the Lord and support Jesus, support his goals, his priorities, those that truly preach the word of God. Uh, don't waste your time with those that ignore the truth and just preach a lot of nonsense. You are wasting your money. You'll be judged with these false prophets. I'll uh, tell you what, there's so many people that operate in the gift of prophecy, but they're not a prophet. And much of the time, they speak nothing but nonsense. I'm so tired of misusing the gifts of the Holy Spirit, as well as the fivefold gifts assigned by Jesus to the church, apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, pastor. We are in the end times. We must follow true Issachars, true men and women of God. The nonsense has to end. I mean, whoever heard of, you know, the ludicrous behavior happening in some churches, inviting drag queens, ordaining homosexuals, twisting the word of God. We are in the last days when Jesus said, will I find faith? May God richly bless you. Pray for our program Pray for Omega Man Let us continue to With all of our resources All of our strength Continue to sound the alarm While we have time And freedom to do it Shannon Amen What an honor to be here
1: with you today Folks uh, Please share this program With everybody you can Get over to worldministries.org Support the broadcast And Dr. Hanson We'll see you next time God bless you my friend
2: God bless you Shannon
1: Thank you for the opportunity